And that's the latest release from Mike Crenshaw. Mike spells his name M-I-C. And that is called Born to Fight. Greetings and welcome to Polyrical, a podcast of political music, a soundtrack for the resistance, a topical solution for the political revolution. If you want to make a recommendation or send me a message, you can head over to polyrical.com. You'll find a link there to send an email. You'll find a link there to submit a song, an artist, or a topic for a future episode. You'll also find some links there to make a donation. You can make a one-time or recurring donation to keep Polyrical free and independent. Next up is a track by Utah Phillips. I played a lot of Utah Phillips in the past, and I'm sure to play a lot more in the future. If you want to hear even more Utah Phillips, not only his own music, but him presenting the music of others, Utah Phillips had a radio program back in the day, back, of course, before he 
passed away. Now he has a podcast. How do you do a podcast when you're no longer among the living? Well, his radio programs are being released as podcasts, so you can get those wherever you get your podcasts. It is called Loafer's Glory, which was the name of his radio program. There's already 10 episodes of Loafer's Glory released as podcasts, but there's over 100 episodes that you can actually get right now as well online at the home of all things Utah Phillips. That is thelongmemory.com. From the album Making Speech Free, this is There's Power in the Union. Yeah, I start to preach, but anyway, that's what I feel about it. There is power in the union. This is Joe Hill's best song. I'll teach it to you. Uh, Would you have freedom from wage slavery? Then come join the grand industrial band. Would you from hunger and... Tell me how this song goes, damn it. I know this song as well as I know my palm of my hand, but like I say, get a little fuzzy around the edge. Would you from misery and hunger be free? Come on, do your share, land a hand. And there is power, there is power in a band of working folk when we stand hand in hand. And that's a power, that's a power that must rule in every land. One industrial union grand. There is power, there is power in a band of working folk when we stand hand in hand. That's a power, that's a power that must rule in every land. One industrial union grand. Try it out. And there is power, there is power in a band of working folk when we stand hand in hand. And that's a power, that's a power that must rule in every land. One industrial union grand. Oh, would you have mansions of gold in the sky and live in a shack that's away in the back? And would you have wings up in heaven to fly and starve here with rags on your back? But there is power, there is power in a band of working folk when we stand hand in hand. And that's a power, that's a power that must rule in every land, one industrial union grand. Now, if you like sluggers to beat in your head, I don't organize all union despise. If you want nothing before you are dead, shake hands with your boss and look wise. But there is power, there is power in a band of working folk when we stand hand in hand. And that's a power, that's a power that must rule in every land, one industrial union grand. Uh, Then come all ye workers from every land and come join the grand industrial band. Uh, Then we our share of this earth shall demand. Come on, do your share, land a hand. For there is power, there is power in a band of working folk 
when we stand hand in hand. And that's a power, that's a power that must rule in every land, one industrial union grand. Power and union. Thank you. Utah Phillips. It's been said that Utah Phillips, when he was alive, said that Ann Feeney was the greatest living labor singer around, to which Ann Feeney is said to have responded, that's very high praise coming from the greatest living labor singer that's around. And then, of course, Utah passed away a number of years back, leaving Ann to hold the title on her own until she passed away this year. We'll have more about Anne and her life and her music in our artist of the episode. But first, our topic of the episode. Topic of the episode for this episode is the India farmers strike. Farmers across India, tens of thousands of them, if not more, are striking. They are occupying areas outside of Delhi and other major cities to battle some new laws that have been passed in India that really threaten their livelihoods and their way of life. And the protest has gotten so so large and so widespread that it is, you know, well known around the world and starting and is starting to be followed more around the world, even though it's been going on for months and months at this point. Um, and and like any major action of this type, it's attracting a lot of tension attention from a lot of areas. One of those areas is from musicians in India. Here's a short piece from shoutsmusic.blog, uh, which is a great site talking about a lot of different kinds of important music um, focused on those uh, Indian artists who are putting their their thoughts on the farmers and the farmers strike into their music and then we're going to listen to that music the Indian government recently agreed to three new laws that give private entities more control and freedom in the country's agricultural market Farmers across India have taken to the streets, the highways, and the borders to protest these new laws, for they believe it will cripple this part of the country's economy. They don't believe big business will have the interest of the people in mind, something that is proven to be true in other countries. And we'll take a look at what those laws are after a couple of the songs. Musicians have stepped up and are using their talents and voices to support all their local farmers that provide them with food. One of these songs is Pecha. According to a recent interview, Harf Chima, one of the musicians behind the song, said the song is about, quote, common people fighting against the government for their rights. And here's a quote from one of the farmers. First, farmers will feel attracted towards these private players who will offer better price for the produce. The government mandis will pack up, meanwhile, and after a few years, these players will start exploiting the farmers. That's what we fear. 
Another musician is Harbahajan Man. Uh, he wrote a song in support of the farmers. According to a Facebook post he wrote, he grew up in a family of farmers, and he believes he's in debt to farmers around the country. Recently, he was uh, selected for the Punjab government's Shiromani Punjabi Singer Award. In addition to using his voice as an artist, man decided to decline receiving the award in support and protest of the actions being taken against farmers in India. Quote, how can I accept this award when my mother earth is in danger? As farmers and their families have literally set up camps around the country, the protests will seemingly continue for an unforeseen time, or at least until the government listens and makes the changes that this valuable part of the Indian society is demanding. Until then, musicians will step it up and continue filling the soundtrack of the protest. Here is a track Ilan by Kanwar Grebel. कोई खंडे तिखे कोई किरपान करूगा कोई खंडे तिखे कोई किरपान करूगा हैनू दिल्लीए इकट्ठ परेशान करूगा तेरा फायदे नालो ज्यादा नुकसान I 
ਹੱਕ ਨਾਲ ਲੜਾਂਗੇ ਅਸੀਂ ਜਿੱਤਾਂਗੇ ਤੇ ਤੇਗ ਤੇ ਹਦੇ ਬਣਾਂਗੇ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਮਾਣ ਵਰੀ ਰਾਏ ਇਤਿਹਾਸ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਇਤਿਹਾਸ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਮਾਣ ਵਰੀ ਰਾਏ ਇਤਿਹਾਸ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਬਾਕੀ ਦੁੱਧ ਪਾਣੀ ਜੰਗ ਦਾ ਮੈਦਾਨ ਕਰੂਗਾ
सतनाम का चतुर Ragni 
track Satnam de Chakra Faraya by Jazim Sharma featuring by Satvinder Singh and Harvinder Singh. So what exactly is in these laws that the farmers are protesting? Uh, so there are three laws that were passed by the Congress or the Indian Parliament and were signed by the president in September 2020. So these laws effectively are passed and are law. However, the Supreme Court of India has stayed the uh, implementation of the Farm Acts of 2020 due in part to the protests and ongoing negotiations between the farmers and the government. The first of the bills is called the Farmers Agreement on Price Assurance and Farm Services Act 2020. It creates a national framework for contract farming through an agreement between a farmer and a buyer before the production or rearing of any farm produce. The provisions include the farming agreement. The act provides for a farming agreement between a farmer and buyer. The minimum period of the farming agreement. The minimum period of the farming agreement shall be for one crop season or one production cycle of livestock. The maximum period for the farming agreement shall be five years. It also states that if a production cycle of any farming produce is longer and may go beyond five years, the maximum period of farming agreement may be mutually decided by the farmer and the buyer. The pricing of farming produce. The pricing of farming produce and the process of price determination should be mentioned in the agreement. For prices subjected to variation, a guaranteed price for the produce and a clear reference for any additional amount above the guaranteed price must be specified 
in the agreement. The Act provides for a three-level dispute settlement mechanism, a conciliation board, subdivisional magistrate, and appellate authority. The second act that was passed is the Farmers Produce Trade and Commerce Ordinance. It permits intra- and interstate trade of farmers' produce beyond the physical premises of agricultural produce market committees, AMPC markets, and other markets notified under the state AMPC acts. I think this is one of the key items that um, has the farmers worried about their livelihood and worried about um, other entities coming in and gaining power over these negotiations, power over these interactions and payments over the government even. Um, it facilitates lucrative prices for the farmers via alternative tr alternative trading channels to promote barrier-free interstate and interstate trade of agriculture produce. Additionally, it allows the electronic trading of scheduled farmers' produce, agricultural produce regulated under any state AMPC Act, in the specified trade area. It will also facilitate direct and online buying and selling of the agricultural produce via electronic devices and the Internet. As per the Act, the state governments are prohibited from levying any market fee or cess on farmers, traders, and electronic trading platforms for trading farmers' produce in a, quote, outside trade area. So this is bypassing the traditional existing structures that the farmers have come to rely on in guaranteeing a, a supportive income for their livelihoods. Um, it's being sold, all of these bills packaged together are being sold as good for farmers. And there may be elements, there may be portions of these bills that that may either seem to be or actually are good for farmers. However, like a lot of bills, not only in India, I know very little about bills in India, but bills in the United States very, very frequently either do the entire opposite of what they are promoted to do or have, you know, built in loopholes or built in portions that are negative, are really antithetical to the stated or the the sold, the the the, the packaged and promoted goal of those bills. Great example that, that the Republicans are pushing right now, it's called the Connect Act, and it's related to internet service. And hey, that sounds pretty good. And I'm sure it's being packaged and promoted as um, a, a price lowering, uh, promoting competition bill. But what it basically does is it bans local governments from creating internet serv service providers, uh, which are some of the best, some of the least expensive, and in some places, the only reliable source for internet. It, it bans those and doesn't let them compete so that the other major corporations can quote unquote compete and provide better service. Well, the reason that those municipal broadband companies exist is because those major corporations don't do that. They don't effectively compete and provide better service and lower prices. What they do is they get monopoly contracts for areas, they charge whatever they want, and they they don't 
take care of the service. They don't expand the service as promised in their contracts. And they don't uh, treat their customers well because they have monopoly contracts or near monopoly contracts. So it's, it's very common for bills, all kinds of laws, to be promoted to do one thing when in reality, either intentionally or as a byproduct, they do something quite different. The third of the bills is the Essential Commodities Ordinance. It's an act of Indian Parliament, which was enacted in 1955. So these are amendments uh, to it. To ensure delivery of certain commodities or products, the supply of which, if obstructed, owing to hoarding or black marketing, would affect the normal life of the people. This includes foodstuff, drugs, fuel, etc., the government of India regulates the production, supply, and distribution of a whole host of commodities it declares essential in order to make them available to consumers at fair prices. The government can also fix the MRP of any packaged product that it declares an essential commodity. The center can add commodities in this list when the need arises and can take them off the list once the situation improves. If a certain commodity is in short supply and its price is spiking, the government can notify stockholding limits on it for a specified period. The respective state governments can choose not to impose any restrictions as notified by the center. However, if the restrictions are imposed, traders have to immediately sell any stocks held beyond the mandated quantity into the market. This is done to improve supplies and brings down prices. With the amendment in the Act, the government of India will list certain commodities as essential to regulate their supply and prices only in cases of war, famine, extraordinary price rises, or natural calamities. The commodities that have been deregulated are food items, including cereals, pulses, potato, onion, edible oil seeds, and oils. As per the amendment, the imposition of any stock limit on agricultural produce will be based on price rise and can only be imposed if there is a 100% increase in the retail price of horticultural produce and 50% increase in the retail price of non-perishable agricultural food items. This, this imposes a serious limit on controlling prices of these commodities. The increase will be calculated over the price prevailing immediately preceding 12 months or the average retail price of the last five years, whichever is lower. So why are the Indian farmers protesting? The Indian farmers are fearing that they might lose more than they could gain after the new farm laws, thereby taking the protests to the streets. As quoted by Ani, or A-N-I, Bharatiya Kisan union leader Rakesh Tikayat stated, quote, The central government wants the amendment in the farm laws, but we want these laws to be repealed. We don't want changes. We will end our protest only when these laws are withdrawn. Like the government brought the three bills, they should also bring a bill on the MSP. And so far there have been at least 11 rounds of talks between the government and the farmers in order to try to come to some kind of deal uh, the farmers are holding fast and firm and saying, you know, we're not going to deal on these things. We need these things to be repealed. Here is a bit more about why the farmers are opposed to these laws. This is published at jagranjosh.com. One, the central government proposed that the respective state governments can levy cess on the private mandis. 
The proposal was rejected by the farmers as they believe that the creation of private mandis along with APMC will drive agricultural businesses towards private mandis, ending government markets, intermediary systems, and APMCs. As a result, big corporate houses will overtake markets, thereby procuring farm produce at incidental rates. The farmers believe that the government may delay the procurement, as in the case of Patty, turning the public markets inefficient and redundant. Number two, the central government proposed that they will give written assurance for the continuation of the existing MSP system. The proposal was rejected by the farmers as they believe that the new Farm Laws 2020 are brought to dismantle APMCs. Thus, they are demanding a comprehensive act on MSP Pan-India and for all crops. They are of the view that a written assurance from the Union government is not a legal document and holds no guarantee. Number three, the central government proposed that they will direct the state governments to register traders in order to regulate them. The proposal was rejected by the farmers as the new Farm Laws 2020 have no provision to regulate the traders. As per new laws, any pan cardholder can produce grains from the markets at wishful prices and hoard the farm produce. The farmers believe that the central government is not ready to take responsibility for the ongoing issue as they want the state governments to regulate the traders. Number four, the central government proposed that under the contract farming law, farmers will have the alternative to approach the court and their land will be safe as no loan will be given on farmers' land and their buildings by mortgaging it. The proposal was rejected by the farmers as the history of contract farming has many examples of non-payment by the companies making various excuses like substandard produce. For example, in sugarcane produce, payments were held for years. Many cases of non-procurement have been witnessed citing, quote, poor quality, driving the farmers into a debt trap. Thus, farmers do not have money to repay the loans and have no option but to sell or lose their lands. And the next track is called Hak, that's H-A-Q. It's by Harbajan Man.
ਤੇਰੇ ਪੰਜਾਬ ਸਿਆਂ ਬਸ ਨਾ ਦੀ ਆੜੀ ਦਿੱਲੀ ਦੀ ਕਾਲੀਆਂ ਨੀਤੀਆਂ ਕਰਦੇ ਲਾਗੂ ਉਹ ਨੀਅਤ ਮਾੜੀ ਦਿੱਲੀ ਦੀ ਤੇਰੇ ਗਲ ਤੱਕ ਪਹੁੰਚ ਗਈ ਏ ਆਣ ਕੁਹਾੜੀ ਦਿੱਲੀ ਦੀ ਓਏ ਤੇਰੀਆਂ ਖੁਦਕੁਸ਼ੀਆਂ ਤੇ ਕਾਤੋਂ ਵੱਜਦੀ ਤਾੜੀ ਦਿੱਲੀ ਦੀ ਵੇਲਾ ਆ ਗਿਆ ਜਾ ਕਿਸਾਨਾ ਤੇ ਸਿਸਟਮ ਦੇ ਹਲਕ ਚ ਫਾਨਾ ਆ ਵੇਲਾ ਆ ਗਿਆ ਜਾ ਕਿਸਾਨਾ ਤੇ ਸਿਸਟਮ ਦੇ ਹਲਕ ਚ ਫਾਨਾ ਖੇਤਰੇ ਖੋਣ ਨੂੰ ਫਿਰਦਾ ਕਾਲੀ ਸਾਰੇ ਰਲ ਮਿਲ ਕੇ ਇਕੱਠੇ ਹੋ ਕੇ ਦਿੱਲੀ ਨੂੰ ਚੱਲੀਏ ਚ
And wrapping up our songs on the Indian farmer's strike and farming in India is the track Pecha. That is by Kanwar Grewal and Harf Chima. That'll bring us to a few words. Here are a few words by Ann Feeney, excerpted from an interview she did with a radio station. This is On the Power of Music. I think every great social movement has had a cultural component. I, mean, I can't even imagine the civil rights movement without music, and, uh, and the labor movement was very much the same way. If you're trying to communicate to a mass group of people with varying educational levels and varying immigration status, nothing reaches the, a, a large dissimilar group better than music, and you find yourself humming, mm-hmm, and, and the uh, IWW, one of the earliest uh, unions in this country, was completely a musical union. Joe Hill, that they wrote the song about, was actually a fabulous union song, you know, union songwriter. And uh, it's the music, I think, that binds us and gets us through the tough times. Uh, and it's, it's a way to explain very difficult concepts, too. I, I, I've found, uh, I, I loved writing my corporate welfare polka, for example, because <laughs> it was... Uh, it's such a complex issue, but if you make it fun, you know, and Roy Zimmerman's a master of that, too. There are so many great people spreading the union word these days, and it's not just uh, archival material that uh, the tour is featuring. We're doing a lot of the music from the Almanac tour, uh, the original Almanac singers, and uh, from the album that emerged, or that they took with them on that tour, Talking Union. But uh, it's also including a lot of Uh, newer songs that have given people hope and inspiration. And that'll bring us to our artist of the episode. The artist of the episode for this episode is Anne Feeney. And I've covered Anne Feeney as the featured artist before, way back in episode 14 of Polyrical, which had the topic of living wage. We also had the featured artist of Anne Feeney. And it's for very unfortunate reasons that I am revisiting Anne Feeney. Anne Feeney has passed away. I'm going to have a couple songs about Anne Feeney, uh, written, I believe, both of them since she passed, and a couple songs from Anne Feeney here as well. Here is what the postgazette.com had to say on Anne's passing. Anne Feeney, the legendary Pittsburgh folk singer-songwriter and self-described rabble-rouser, has died of COVID at age 69. Born in Charleroi and raised in Brookline, Feeney took early inspiration from her grandfather, William Patrick Feeney, a mine workers' union organizer and a violinist. In 1967, while still in high school, she bought a Martin guitar and did her first public performance singing Phil Oaks songs at an anti-war rally in 1969. She was arrested at the Republican National Convention in Miami in 1972, protesting the nomination of President Richard Nixon. Also in 1972, while at the University of Pittsburgh, she co-founded Pittsburgh Action Against Rape. She graduated from the Pitt School of Law in 1978, worked 12 years as a trial attorney, and served as president of the Pittsburgh Musicians Union. 
She also was president of a NOW chapter and served on the board of the Thomas Merton Center. In 1991, she hit the road hard, traveling around the country to perform at folk festivals, labor conventions, and rallies, including the WTO demonstrations in Seattle, Solidarity Day in Washington, D.C., and the 2004 March for Women's Lives. Her business card read, Performer, Producer, Hellraiser. In 1992, she delivered her debut album, Look to the Left. Her subsequent albums in the 90s and aughts, mixing original and traditional songs and blending folk, pop, Irish, and bluegrass, included Union Made, Have You Been to Jail for Justice, and Dump the Bosses Off Your Back. Her songs were recorded by Peter, Paul, and Mary, and she shared stages with such legends as Pete Seeger, Billy Bragg, and Loretta Lynn. Her song, Have You Been to Jail for Justice, is featured in such documentaries as This Is What Democracy Looks Like and Get Up Stand Up, The History of Pop and Protest. First up in our Anne Feeney songs is a new song called Anne Feeney Sang. This is by Alice D. Massell. minutes warning the liberals introduced bill 29 only three days later that hateful bill was passed it offered bc workers bitter wine the layoffs and the closings took their toll on patient care with loyal workers laid off and locked out with our collective bargaining rights denied by active law our union's very future was in doubt we fought back, we fought back, we fought back and we won. We fought back, we fought back, we fought back and we won. A five-year legal battle with the outcome most uncertain. With layoffs mounting, what else could we do? We educated, agitated with our friends and allies. We stood together and we saw it through. The Supreme Court was the last stop in this battle for survival Decided by three women and four men 
decision And things will never be the same again We fought back, we fought back, we fought back and we won We fought back, we fought back, we fought back and we won But to fight The court has finally recognized What we knew all along Collective bargaining's a basic human right It's cause for celebration now But let us not forget There are many battles yet that lie before us Now won't we all be overjoyed When Gordon Campbell's unemployed By now he knows that he cannot ignore us We fought back, we fought back We fought back we won we fought back, we fought back, we fought back and we won. We fought back, we fought back, we fought back and we won. We fought back, we fought back, we fought back and we won. And from the album Dump the Bosses Off Your Back, that was Ann Feeney singing We Fought Back. Here's more from the piece published at the Post-Gazette. Feeney's career was put on hold in 2010 when she was diagnosed with small cell lung cancer. Three years later, it was in remission. To help her during the downtime, Berlin, a folk singer herself, curated the benefit tribute album to her mom, War on the Workers, which featured Peter Yarrow of Peter, Paul, and Mary, Holly Near, Dan Byrne, Anti-Flag, Emma's Revolution, and more doing political protest songs. Her second husband, Swedish political artist Julie Leonardson, created the cover art. Mr. Yarrow stated in the liner notes, quote, For decades I've held Anne in great esteem for her determined heart, her passionate commitment to justice, and the way she's lived the messages of the folk tradition, putting her life and presence out there to speak about and sing about what needs to be shared. Quote, I had seen artists include politics in their shows before anti-flag frontman Justin Sane said upon its release, but Anne Feeney was the first artist I encountered whose set was unapologetically and ferociously political. That set had a major impact on me as an artist. I remember thinking to myself, this is the kind of musician I want to be. This woman is punk as hell, and she still is. Rusted Roots' Liz Berlin, who covered Feeney's Have You Been to Jail for Justice in her Social Justice Disco Project with Fat Man D, noted last week that Feeney, her musical mentor, quote, introduced me to the world of folk music and activism. The first time I saw her, I was 17 at a hospital worker strike in Cannonsburg, Man D said. She was expletive fierce. With amp on back and guitar in her arms, her hair bouncing out of her sun visor like a shampoo commercial as the cops were throwing protesters into school buses. I wanted to be just like her. Feeney's friend and bandmate Ricky Lacey posted Wednesday night that he met Feeney in 1968 when he was 18 and she was 16. She had placed an ad looking for musicians to play with. They gigged together and he would become her bassist in 1990. I had no idea, he wrote, 
she had gotten so well known in the interim. My first job with her was at Penn State in front of close to 1,000 people. I had just learned her songs and was playing a totally unfamiliar instrument, but it worked out okay. I will tell you that my knees were shaking, though. We had some wonderful tours, and I got to play bass on two of her albums. Traveling and playing with her rank up with my top memories, and there are so many stories to tell. In a 2008 interview, Feeney told the Post-Gazette, quote, I think music is a fantastic way of empowering people and giving them strength and energy. I spent a good part of my life trying to find and write music that will empower people to resist and stand up for what's right. Here's a title track from Anne Feeney's album, Dump the Bosses Off Your Back. Outside the WTO Singing songs against the war At a military fort Or making arguments In court I dreamed I saw Ann Feeney In the Texas hills Singing songs around a torch At Kerrville Crossing every bridge she could With the wheels of a car with some CDs in the trunk 
along with a guitar. Dreamed I saw Infini. I dreamed she never fell. She was in Baja with her grandkids doing swell. Sharing free advice on how to find the cheapest flights so you can be throwing Swedish snowballs beneath the northern lights. I saw Infini get her first dose of vaccine instead of reading of the people who died of COVID-19. In the New York Times, nice things that they said, but I so much wish we could have had her still here instead. I dreamed I saw Anfini. And wrapping up our set of songs about and by Anne Feeney, that was David Rovix with his new song, I Dreamed I Saw Anne Feeney. Rest in power, Anne Feeney. You'll be missed by many, but the legacy you left and the lives you touched will live on. In lieu of flowers, donations can be made to the Thomas Merton Center. That is thomasmertoncenter.org in Anne's name. Here is Lila June off the album The People's Knowledge. This is All Nations Rise. Indigenous people, shine your light, we are equal. I remember the days when our prayers were illegal. I remember the days when being Indian was lethal. Yeah, we had a rough past, but get ready for the sequel. Get ready for the glorious comeback of our people. Oh, yeah. Rise up, all you warriors of love. All you answers to the prayers of our ancestors from above I can feel it in my heart Can you feel it in your blood? I can hear the seven fire calling us to wake up, wake up All nations rise Rise up cause now's your time We don't have to hide Anymore cause now's the time All nations rise Rise up, cause now's your time We don't have to hide anymore, cause now's our time With forgiveness as my bow and my prayers as my arrows Pull them back and let go, I watch them fly like sparrows Have hope, yeah, have hope With compassion as my shield and faith down to my marrow I will walk the pollen path even when it gets narrow yeah, yeah, I resurrect. Yes, you can bet that we seen the single mama raising children on the res. We seen domestic violence tear apart what we have left. We seen the alcohol take it all and leave us dead. We seen the children take their lives when they can't take the dread anymore. Can't take the dread anymore. No, we can't take the dread anymore. 
No, we can't take the dread anymore. It's a war, but we've seen it all before. And now we know we can change it, cause that's why we were born. We know we are the ones that we have been waiting for. We are the ones Grandma has been praying for. So rise up, all you warriors of love. All you answers to the prayers of our ancestors from above. I can feel it in my heart. Can you feel it in your blood? I can hear the seven fire calling us to wake up. Wake up. Hermoso. Levántense, es nuestro tiempo. No tienes que esconderte más. Ahora es nuestro tiempo. Mujer indígena, tú eres tan sagrada. Traigas medicina de tu suelo todavía. A pesar del abuso de tu cuerpo y tu tierra, respetamos tus ancestros y la suya cultura. Hombre indígena. Tú eres honorable y yo veo la fuerza que todavía sobrevive a pesar del abuso de tu raza venerable. Yo respeto tus ritos, tus danzas, tus padres. Somos guerreros del amor y guerreros de la paz. Sí, no vamos a escondernos más. Somos guerreros del amor y guerreros de la paz. Sí, no vamos a escondernos más. They say that history is written by the victors, but how can there be a victor when the war isn't over? The battle has only just begun, and Creator is sending his very best warriors. And this time, it isn't Indians versus cowboys. No, this time, it is all the beautiful races of humanity together on the same side, and we are fighting to replace our fear with love. And this time bullets, arrows, and cannonballs won't save us. The only weapons that are useful in this battle are the weapons of truth, faith, and compassion. And that'll just about wrap up this episode of Polyrical. You can follow at Polyrical on Twitter. You can find all the back episodes at polyrical.com. You can also listen to this podcast and my other podcasts with some other audio gems sprinkled in playing 24-7 at movingtrainradio.com. Here is James Kennedy off the album Make Anger Great Again. This is Mind Revolution. Thanks for listening.